Hello friends, aka the 5 to 10 people that listen to my podcast. I'm so honored to have you. <laughs> I've been sitting on this for a couple of weeks and I just didn't know what to talk about. Like no specific topic popped into my mind. For this episode, I thought I was just going to give a little life update for me and I don't really have a plan so let's see where my weird brain will take us. So I've been home in Germany for almost a year now which is crazy. Um, if you've listened to my previous episodes or maybe you know me personally you know that before that I spent about three years living in Sydney which was really great but it also was challenging throughout the pandemic and um, just in general being so far away from home and I always felt torn between really loving Sydney and loving my life there but at the same time always feeling homesick, always feeling kind of disconnected from my roots. I was missing my mom and my family a lot and I just never really wanted to settle down there permanently And so after not seeing my family for over two years, I just really felt like I needed to go home. I felt burnt out. I felt unhappy. I felt like my life wasn't really progressing in the way that I wanted it to. I didn't have any savings. I wasn't really super happy with my job. Um, I wasn't in a relationship. Everything kind of was coming to an end in a way. And so... I packed up my bags and left and came back to Germany. So since then, for the last year, I feel like I've honestly gone through it all. <laughs> it was a really happy time, um, really amazing to reconnect with friends and family. Uh, but I also had a really difficult time last summer. Uh, I was struggling with some depression and just feeling really really low and directionless and I also had a couple situations with friends where I lost a couple friends because we had just kind of drifted apart but those people were pretty much the only people that were still here all my other friends have moved to different cities and countries and they're kind of spread all over the place so it was really hard to to experience that loss and to kind of see okay I've changed a lot the people around me have changed a lot and some things just don't fit anymore and I'm from a very small town so like I said after we graduated high school all my friends kind of spread into different directions where they studied or where they started working um, but here I just pretty much was on my own and It was a it was a tough time. Now I feel completely different. I have met some new people and also reconnected with more people from my past. So now I'm feeling way better. But last summer was a very, very difficult time for me. If you have listened to the episode I did about my anxiety and taking medication, that was a uh, big thing for me as well. I felt like even though the medication that I was taking was helping me to be less anxious, I also felt like it was making me depressed. Um, and it was making me 
just feel really like numb in a way and I've spoken to people who have taken similar medications and they've reported similar things um I was taking an SSRI which actually is also used for depression but can also cause depression when taken over a longer period of time and I feel like that's what happened to me I just kind of didn't really care about anything anymore and I really isolated myself and it was a struggle. So one day honestly it was something that I had been thinking about it for a long time but then one day I just made the decision to stop taking it cold turkey and if you ask any doctor they will probably not recommend you do that because the withdrawal symptoms can be quite severe but I just really felt it deep in my core that it was the right thing for me to do and that I was strong enough to handle it and so I did that and I went through the withdrawal period and I was completely beside myself for a week just so tired crazy emotional um, but I really looked after myself. I started taking lots of supplements, um, and I started taking a lot of CBD, herbal supplements to sleep, melatonin, and also things like omegas, magnesium. I was eating healthy. I wasn't drinking for a while. And honestly, it was fine. For me, it wasn't that rough to stop taking it, and... It honestly was a blessing for me and it is much harder now for me to manage my anxiety again but I feel like it has improved so much especially since I've been going to the gym and working out regularly. I'm just a completely different human in general but yeah the withdrawal wasn't too bad. I got through it. Um, my anxiety did increase afterwards for a while but like I said ever since I started training quite a lot I feel like it's much more manageable and I would just rather feel everything than feel so disconnected from myself ever again. So yeah that was a huge shift that kind of triggered a lot of other things like I feel like the decision for me to stop taking the medication kind of helped me to take my life into my hands again and just be like, whatever comes, I'm going to face it and whatever adversity or anxiety I'm going to feel, I'm going to work through it. And I know medication has its place and I can only ever speak from my own experience, but for me it was... A good decision to start taking it and it did really help for what I was dealing with at the time and I ended up taking it for almost a year but it was also about time for me to stop and I'm happy with that decision. I don't really want to go back at this point but if I ever get really bad anxiety or depression again I would be open to taking medication again because in the beginning it did really help Again, I just kind of felt like after some time it was making me numb. I couldn't feel things in the same way that I used to feel them anymore. And it's crazy because I don't think I realized the extent of it until I stopped. 
because when I stopped, it literally felt like someone had opened a tab and everything just came out of me. I, everything was making me cry. I could feel everything so deeply again. And even though it was incredibly emotional and kind of draining as well, it was such a beautiful feeling. And I think I honestly had forgotten how sensitive I was before and how deeply I could feel things good and bad um yeah so for me it was the right time to do it I'm happy I did it I'm proud of myself how I did it and how well I'm dealing with my mental health now so in October is when I stopped taking it and at the same time I also got a part-time job I was working for Nike um, and yeah, like I said, that whole thing kind of triggered a lot of other things that were really good. I felt like I was more in charge again of my life and my emotional world. I was working a little bit, which was good. I was going to the gym regularly. I still am to this day. And yep, everything was pretty good. Um, I also met someone around that time and we started seeing each other quite seriously and then came Christmas and I honestly don't know what exactly my problem is with Christmas. I just was going through the worst depression. I probably had all year. I just, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to hear anything about Christmas. I didn't want to celebrate Christmas. I was comparing myself to everyone I saw on social media and to my friends. And I just felt like my family situation wasn't as good and it never had been that nice. And I just was never able to form a close relationship to Christmas. And it made me really sad. And for some reason, I just, I couldn't get out of it until after Christmas, which still makes me really sad because I didn't deserve to feel so bad and my family didn't deserve me feeling so bad and being in such a terrible mood and also the the guy that I was seeing at the time, I think it was really hard for him as well. To deal with me and to see me so devastated and depressed but there's nothing I can do about it anymore. Christmas can be a very triggering time for so many of us especially the people that come from a broken home or have any sort of family trauma. I just personally can't stand this oh we have to be so happy and everyone needs to be like joyful and I don't know it just it feels fake and it feels forced for me and it just I feel like it's the pressure is so huge as well about Christmas and about how you should feel and how you should behave and how like it should be all peaceful and joyful and for most of us it's just not the case so Christmas was bad for me I'm not gonna lie um but literally the day the day after the holidays I started to feel different I woke up in the morning and I was sweet it was really strange I don't really know why it was so bad but yeah it was um a bit traumatizing 
So yeah, literally woke up the day after Christmas and I was completely fine. I was feeling good. I was feeling happy and energetic and I just felt like I had this fresh energy and everything was fine. But for some reason over the holidays, I could not get myself out of my hole. It was devastating for myself and for everyone around me. And it still makes me sad because I won't get Christmas. I won't get another Christmas until... You know, next Christmas. It's not really anything that you can repeat at any point in the year. So it is one of those special days and there is a lot of pressure to make it nice. And unfortunately, it wasn't. But yeah, um, New Year's Eve, I spent in the UK. I flew to Liverpool, which was great. I was also with the guy that I had been seeing for a bit. We had a lovely time. And then January came around, I was working again, mm, trying to think what else happened. I was kind of going back and forth between where I live and where the person that I was seeing lived. <laughs> and it was one of those things where it was really nice, but... I guess like I just I just didn't see it working out in a long-term relationship. We just yeah, weren't compatible long term. So unfortunately, that sort of came to a close um which I was resisting for a long time and I think we both didn't really want to let it go, but in the end we had to and that was really hard, but such is life. Um, if you don't take these kind of situationships into consideration, I have been single for almost three years, which is pretty crazy. Um, cause I think ever since I started dating, like ever since I had my first boyfriend as a teenager, I haven't really been single for longer than like, I don't know, a year or two years at a time. And now... Yeah, now it's been three years, which honestly is so good. And it's been three years and it's been a really, really fucking good three years as well uh, in terms of personal development. And I'm so happy that I have not rushed into a new relationship since then because I needed a lot of time to heal. And honestly last year was the first time that I really felt kind of ready to date again in a more serious way and I feel like now I would be ready to have a relationship but I've also been noticing as I have been dating people in the last year just how much damage and like baggage there still is from my past relationship or relationships I should say and it's funny because I thought I was completely over it two years ago and the only reason I thought that is because I was on my own and I wasn't getting triggered and now that I'm seeing people again and I'm getting closer to people in a romantic way that's what triggers me it's easy to deal with issues on your own I think when the real deep and difficult traumatizing shit comes out 
is in relationships and the people that are closest to you, the people that you are intimate with, they are the ones that trigger you and they are the ones that kind of trigger those demons and those old wounds, no matter if they're from childhood, from your parents, from your past relationships. So I think that has been really challenging and humbling in ways for me to be like, huh, okay, great. I um I thought I was over it, but I guess I'm I'm not. And there's not a bone inside of my body that feels like I'm not over that person. Like I'm completely over the person that I was with in the past. But there is still a lot that I need to work through in terms of my anxiety around relationships, my sort of attachment dynamics, my own insecurities, jealousy, how I deal with anger and frustration, how I communicate my needs to the other person. We have a long way to go. <laughs> we have a long way to go. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of attachment styles, but I'm more of an anxiously attached person actually I'm probably the textbook definition of an anxiously attached person <laughs> I have a huge fear of abandonment I can get pretty clingy I guess um, when I'm with someone I worry about everything if they don't message me I feel like they've died or they stopped loving me so it's pretty bad and I feel like because I can be pretty extreme in the anxious department. I tend to attract people who are the opposite, um, which is rather avoidant. So whereas I'm very confrontational and I feel like I need to talk about everything, I tend to attract people that want to avoid conflicts and that don't say what they think all the time and that like would rather have some space when there's an issue and I feel like I have this overwhelming need to solve every little thing and speak about everything every single thing when it happens and it's been a very challenging dynamic to be with someone that needs a breather every time there's a little conflict they feel like they need to have some space they need to have some time they maybe don't want to talk about it and I'm just like no but we need to talk about it <laughs> so yeah it's been an interesting experience sort of navigating that and um, sort of seeing my own triggers again seeing my own boundaries and also realizing once again I just need someone who has crystal clear communication like I don't I can't be with someone who kind of keeps me guessing or cannot articulate what they need or what they feel. And I need someone who's able to do that, even in difficult situations. I need someone who's just so straightforward with me, even if it's hard to hear. But that's just the baseline for me because I get very anxious. I overthink things very easily and so I just need someone who is super honest, super clear and direct and who can talk things through with me. So that's that about dating. <laughs> 
So ever since my little situationship ended, I've been sort of taking it slow again, taking a step back, looking after myself, reading and just focusing on myself and my life, focusing on working out, training, eating healthy, catching up with friends. And yeah, luckily, like I said before, I was able to make some new friends through my job mainly and also yeah was able to rekindle some old friendships and connections that I used to have which has been really really nice so I don't feel lonely anymore which is great um I'm still living at my mom's house which has been great mainly but of course also challenging you know to live with your with a parent again as an adult and we definitely have our moments as well where we butt heads but we tend to get along quite well so it's it's good that being said I am very excited to have my own place again and have my independence again but it also has been really nice to reconnect with family and spend some time with her because I felt like For all these years prior, ever since I moved out in the first place, I just, I haven't been able to spend that much time with my mom. And the past year has just been so nice and so wholesome. We've been on holiday together. We've had so many lovely dinners. We went to the theater. We went to concerts, to markets, to all sorts of things. And it's just been so nice to see her happy and see her thrive and yeah it's been really really wholesome like I said I don't have a dad anymore and I was never close with my dad so it's nice that I have my mom at least and that we have a good relationship now and that's definitely not always been the case <laughs> we have fought a lot in my days especially when I was a teenager and um Yeah, it's great to sort of come together again now that I'm a bit older and yeah, it's it's nice. <laughs> Let's talk about the future. I'm turning 28 in a couple weeks, which blows my mind. Last time I was living here, I was 22, 23, I don't even know. And then I moved back to Sydney and the pandemic hap happened and for some reason now I'm turning 28. But that's fine. That's fine. It's funny. I think in hindsight, we always say, oh, my God, that year went by so quickly. Time is going by so quickly. But if you think about all the things that have happened and all the people that you've encountered, all the things that you've gone through, I don't feel like it has gone that quickly. Maybe if... I would have a pretty mundane life, then maybe I would feel that way. But I feel like so much has happened in even just the years since I've been in Germany. So I think sometimes we forget that. And um, I don't know why, but especially like in this last year, I've felt really, I know this is so silly, but I felt quite old and behind because I was comparing myself and I also feel like Germany is such a different vibe to Australia like I feel like Australia is like Neverland like Peter Pan Peter Pan land 
where time kind of stops and 30 and 40 year olds still behave the way that 25 year olds do. I'm talking about where I was living now, which was Bondi, by the beach, you know, and also, of course, not everyone. But I think there is a lot of um, a lot of people that are in their 30s, 40s, even 50s, just kind of living the chill beach life and going out drinking and dating people, like not being in committed relationships, not really having very stable, serious jobs. So when I was living there, like I didn't, I never once thought, oh my God, I'm so behind in life. What the fuck am I doing with my life? But now that I've been back in Germany, it's just a different vibe over here. Everyone has master's degrees or at least most of my friends have done master's degrees at uni. They are starting to get into serious jobs. Some of them are in serious relationships. Hell, some of them have babies and stuff. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, when did this happen? Uh, but I'm just at a different point in my life. I've lived a different life since I graduated high school. I've lived all over the place. I've traveled and... I've always felt like I wasn't really made for this kind of regular quote-unquote life. Not to discredit that. I think if that's your path, that's amazing. And I admire the people that have gone to university for four or six years and that are doing a really, really serious, interesting job. I I do really admire that for some reason. That just never felt like it was my path. And so it's been a challenge for me to come back to that and to say, yes, I am turning 28 and I graduated high school almost 10 years ago. But also I am on my own path, my own journey, and I trust that. And I don't need to compare myself because that's never what I wanted anyways. But yeah, it's definitely been a challenge sort of fitting in here again and, you know, people asking questions about my plans and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I don't know, I'm just trying to get by and trying to take care of my mind and my body and, and be okay. Um, but I feel like the last few months I have gained some perspective finally. I think last year was mainly spent readjusting to being home again, processing a lot of things that happened while I was away, both in my life and my family's life and my friends' lives and stuff, sort of just playing catch up um, and settling back in here in Germany, working and all that stuff. And ever since this year, I feel like I have some perspective on what I want to do and where I want to go. I traveled to London a couple of times this year to film a show reel, which is basically like a demo reel for acting. And acting has always been my dream. It's always been my passion. So this year I really felt the push to actually take some steps to get closer to that. So I did that and I also had the desire to move back to London and I still would love to do that but unfortunately with Brexit as a German citizen it's not that easy to do and so 
I was kind of thinking about it for a while and I thought maybe I could live in Munich, which is the city closest to me right now. And I really, really love Munich, but I just don't feel that it offers what I'm looking for in terms of career opportunities right now. So after I've done some thinking and kind of come to terms with the fact that Munich wasn't going to be for me and London was going to be too hard and Sydney is too far away and I also like I said never really wanted to stay there long term after thinking about all of these things I decided to give Berlin a go which is the capital of Germany obviously my own country which is helpful because for once I don't need a visa I have full work rights I you know, that's going to make a lot of things easier. And it is the most international city in Germany. It is the city where the most films and shows are produced. And I just feel like I don't want to sound too woo-woo and spiritual, but I just feel called to go there again. There was a time when I wanted to move to Berlin and I actually was accepted into a college for music and acting there in I think 2016 or 17 and I visited Berlin quite a few times and I just couldn't I couldn't deal with it it was overwhelming me it was making me so anxious and it was making me sick honestly and I also found it really scary but I was way younger and I was going through some issues back then as well. Um, I was overwhelmed. I was incredibly anxious, very, very overwhelmed. And I felt like I couldn't, um, couldn't deal with the intensity of the city and the amount of people and the amount of um, like stimulation, you know, all the noise and cars and people and everything was just freaking me out. And I felt completely, um, crushed by it all I just felt like I couldn't deal with it and it was making me sick and unhappy and anxious as hell every second I stepped out and I went into the city I thought I was gonna have a panic attack but that is a long time ago a lot has changed since then now I cope with things very differently back then I wasn't really working out I wasn't really meditating didn't really know who I was or what I was looking for and I think I have become much more stable now and much more clear in the direction that I want to go to and what I'm looking for and I also have my sort of sanctuaries and my coping mechanisms and I think now it would just be a completely different experience and also back then I had never lived in a city you know I grew up on the countryside and I'm just not used to the hustle and bustle of a big city but now that I've lived in both London and Sydney for multiple years I feel like I know how to deal with it and I know how to diffuse it as well and it's super important to have a comfortable and safe home obviously but also things like yoga really helps going for walks helps um, even just putting headphones on when you're out in the city or when you're in a crowd really helps me to sort of center myself and not feel as overwhelmed. So long story short, I 
am looking for jobs in Berlin and I want to give it a go. I feel like there's something there for me. I feel like it's where I'm supposed to be right now. And luckily it's spring and it's coming into summertime soon. So it's not going to be as gray and daunting <laughs> as it was in winter. And I'm afraid of winter in Berlin, to be honest. But that's a while away. Um, that's like nine or ten months away. So for now, I just want to... What the fuck am I saying nine, ten months away? <laughs> Sorry, this episode is so chaotic because I didn't write any notes. And my therapist also uh, <laughs> suspected I might have ADHD. So excuse my brain going all over the place all the time. What the fuck was I saying? So... It's March now, which means winter is like seven, eight months away. That's still quite a good time to figure out if I like Berlin, if I can find a good job there, if I can be happy there, if I hate it, if I don't like it, if I'm not happy, then we're going to have to find an alternative. But I do feel like I want to explore that and see how I go, mainly because I see so many people doing what I want to do in Berlin. The yoga and health scene is quite big there. Of course, the TV and film industry is big there. There's a lot of musicians, creatives and kind of all the outcasts, I feel. Like everyone who feels like they belong nowhere, somehow they belong in Berlin and... I, I'm just gonna check it out and I'm happy that I can still come home and see my family when I need to and they, or my mom, I should say, lives in a little mountain town in Bavaria, which is so lovely and it's like the opposite of Berlin. It's super serene and peaceful. So I'm happy that I can always come home when it gets too overwhelming. And yeah, that is my plan. As I said, I'm looking for jobs. I finally got myself some interviews for next week, which is really great. Um, and I'm looking for a part-time day job that doesn't stress me out too much and that pays my rent and my bills so that I can focus my free time on all my creative passions. And I was reading something on Instagram the other day, like how important it is to not in the beginning to not put so much pressure on your passions to make you money because for most creatives it's not that easy to make money straight away and it's the classic image of the starving artist you know barely able to afford food and housing and I just don't want to do that I don't think you need to struggle that badly to be successful and I think now at my age now I think it's more sensible and it makes more sense for me to just get a part-time job and then I have enough money to get by and to be comfortable and safe most of all but also I have enough time to find auditions to go to classes to practice my skills to meet other creatives and yeah that is my rough plan Luckily, I have a couple contacts in Berlin already. Not many, but at least I know a couple people. 
more people than I knew in Australia before I went there. <laughs> so yeah, I'm still pretty not afraid, but I have a lot of respect for the move and everything. I'm sure it's not going to be a walk in the park. But I'm hoping I can sort of just ride the wave and meet some cool people and then opportunities are going to grow from there. But I do feel like I need to be in a city to do the kind of jobs that I want to do and to be, you know, surrounded by other creatives and be in a place where I can actually do the things that I want to do. And here on the countryside, as beautiful as it is, but there aren't many opportunities in the creative field um, or not the ones that I'm looking for anyways. That was a lot of talking. It was really all over the place. But I think that's pretty much all for me. It's been um, an interesting year so far. <laughs> I know we're only three months in, but it, quite a lot has happened in those three months. And literally ever since... 2023 started or actually ever since after Christmas last year I've been feeling overall pretty good pretty optimistic I have a good feeling about this year for us for myself for the future and I'm excited and can't wait to see what the future holds and I'm excited to work for it and to see where this whole calling if you will takes me so wish me luck and I will chat to you hopefully next week if I can figure out a great topic to talk about and if you're listening to this right now again thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me ramble and if you know a topic that I could talk about send me a message on Instagram or something um, and I'd appreciate it <laughs> And thank you for being one of my 10 listeners. I love you so much. Bye.